Hey, this is Greg Harvey, pastor at Embrace Church. Enjoy today's message and subscribe so you don't miss out on any upcoming sermons. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn with me to Genesis, the 32nd chapter. And the 22nd verse of that chapter, it says that, And he arose that night and took his two wives, this is Jacob, and yes, it does say two wives. We don't do that anymore. His two female servants, his 11 sons, and crossed over the ford of Jabbok. And he took them, sent them over the brook, and he sent, them, he sent over what he had. Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now when he saw that that he did not prevail against him, he touched he touched the socket of his hip. This is this angel of God touched the socket of Jacob's hip. And the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said God said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. He said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked, saying, tell me your name, I pray he said, why is it that you ask about my name? And he blessed him there. Now, I want to start here. This is, there's so much in Jacob's life, but I want to start here at this moment, and then we'll cover some areas of his life. But Because here Jacob is physically wrestling with God. Physically, he's, struggling and battling with God. But if you watch Jacob's life, he was always struggling. If you, if you read back in Jacob's life, he was always wrestling with God. He was always wrestling with others. He was always wrestling with himself. He just spent his whole life, it seemed like, in just a struggle, trying to be this, trying to be that, trying to trying to to get ahead here, trying to he was always constantly in the struggle. In fact, in fact, you you read even in his when he was in his mother's womb, he was wrestling with his brother. How many, how many, how many ever ever thought about that? I mean, even in the womb, he was like there was something like just in him that I had to get ahead. There was something within him that I've got to compete. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to beat this one and that one. Even in his womb, he wrestled with his brother Esau while they're still in the womb. And, and, and in fact, let, let me read that to you in Genesis 25 because it's kind of the start of it all. It says in, in verse 21, Now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife because she was barren, uh, and the Lord granted his plea, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived uh, but the children together within her, or but, but the children struggled together within her, 
And she said, if all is well, why am I like this? How many mothers have thought that? So she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb. Two peoples shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other, and the other shall serve the younger. The, old, the, the older shall serve the younger. And when her days were fulfilled for her to give birth, indeed, there were twins in her womb, and the first came out. Poor, this, this would have to scare you as a mom. The first came out, and he was like a hairy garment all over. A little Chewbacca baby. So they called his name Bigfoot. Esau for short. Afterward, his brother came out. And his hand took hold of Esau's heel. So his name was called Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when she bore them. And I, I want to point this out because at the beginning of Jacob's life, there was this struggle, and it seems like this struggle to get ahead. This, this me first kind of struggle, and I think that's what causes us to go in different identities at times. There was this struggle to get ahead. Even in the womb, he was wrestling with his brother. Even in the womb, he was trying to, to be first. And, and when he wasn't first, it was just almost a natural instinct within him to grab hold of a heel of his brother to try and get ahead, to try and pull him back so that he could uh, get in the front, just to try and try and grasp if I can just get that and there's that struggle within us at times uh, just like Jacob had that we always are fighting uh, to get ahead and what I've and what I've learned what I've learned is that is that really what we fight for isn't necessarily the possessions uh, that we're after it is this this thing to have more than uh, someone else and that becomes our drive in this me first we we kind of live in this er if you will I think it's interesting uh, that for Jacob's grandfather Abraham came from a land of Ur and that for God to do anything within him he had to get him out of the land of Ur because the Ur just kills us Here, here's what I'm saying I'm saying it's not good enough that we're smart we want to be smarter than somebody else. It's not enough to be rich. I've got to be richer. It's not enough that my house is big. It has to be bigger. And we're always struggling with the errs. It's not enough to be thin. I got to be thinner. It's not enough to be strong. I got to be stronger. It's not enough. And, and what is it? We're always after the err. And in this social, social media world, what are we after? Follower errs. And I got to have more follow errs than this person has. And it's all this, this errs, this struggle of the errs. And I'm afraid that in the struggle of the errs, we begin to lose our own identity in who we really are. That, 
that if I can just have this, if I can have that, if I can have more than that one, it's a struggle to be better, stronger, richer, smarter, better than this one. The struggle of the earth. But here's, here's the problem. Here's, here's the problem. Is that with God, this really doesn't seem to work. Because how can, a, how can a, I put God first in a me first world? How can I make Him first in my life if I'm trying my best to put me first in my life? In fact, God says these weird things. In this culture, in this world, he says things like, the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. That makes no sense to me in my, in my me first world. God says things like, like, what is it prosper, oh man, to gain the whole world, if in the process he loses his very soul, his very identity his very his very purpose what does it prosper if i get all of this stuff but in the process of getting everything of being better and richer and smarter and, and more than this one and better than that one was it was it do if i gain all of this and in the process i lose my very self and who i am but you see it in life that we do this and here's, here's what, what happens. Because there's always going to be somebody who has more. In fact, you're going to get out erred. There's always going to be somebody richer. There's always going to be somebody smarter. There's always going to be somebody better it seems like and then we learn in this world well if I can't beat them join them so uh, so then the struggle happens because I live in this me first world the struggle then begins to take place that if I want what they have I have to learn to be what they are So I look at other people and I see how they are and I try and become like them. And then that becomes the real struggle when the masks begin to be put on. That I'll just be them, that, that, that conflict, that struggle to be someone else, that conflict to be somebody else if I'm going to get what I want. And I, I point that out because you see this with Jacob within his life because by the time you get to Genesis 27, and I know that, that it kind of goes quick because he was just born in Genesis 25, but by the time you get to Genesis 27, he literally is putting on a costume to be Esau to get a blessing that he's been wanting the whole time. In fact, in Genesis 27, uh, in, in this process, you'll, you'll, you'll follow along that, 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 that his father is old, can't see very well. He, it's time to give the blessing to the, to the oldest, 
And he has this meeting with Esau, and he tells Esau, he says, hey, I, I want you to go, and I want you to, to kill some, some, you know, that, that, yeah, I love that game that you kill. Why don't you kill it? Fix me up something. Fix me a dinner. Fix me a meal, and, and I'll bless you. So as Esau goes out, because Esau's the killer, Esau, Esau's the strong one, Esau's the Bigfoot, the hairy guy, he's the... He's the man's man, uh, the hunter, and he's, and he's Isaac's favorite because he's the man's man, uh, and Jacob, Jacob's his mom's favorite because Jacob's the, the, well, he's not the man's man, per se. He likes to hang out in the kitchen with his mom. He likes to do those things instead. But he's wanting the blessing of his father. So, so, so his mom overhears the whole conversation and tells, tells Jacob, because Jacob's her favorite, says, Look, your brother's gone. I want you to pretend to be Esau. I'll fix the meal. I'll get it all ready. All you've got to do is put on the mask. I'll get some goat skin. We'll put it on the back of your neck because you're a little too smooth and your brother's really hairy. And we'll put that skin on your, on your hands too so that when your father feels, because when the blessing would come, when the blessing would come, the, the father would take his left hand and he would put it behind the back of the head and he would grab the hands with his right hand and he would pray the blessing over. So, so she knew where he would touch. And Jacob puts on this costume to be Esau. And before you blame the mother too much, can I just tell you, because I know it might seem like it gets a little quick because he was just born two chapters before, but when this takes place, he's 76 years old. Tell somebody at 76, it's time to grow up. By the time you're 76, you can't blame your mom anymore. It's time to grow up. It's time to make your own decisions. It's time to man up. He's 76, so, so we can't blame mom this is his decision, uh, and, and he goes to his father, and look at this, look at this, this, this process now taking place, because he even tells his dad, I'm Esau. In the 18th verse of the 27th chapter, it says, so he went to his father and said, my father, and he said, here I am, who are you, my son? And Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done just as you told me. Please arise, set, and eat of my game that your soul may bless me. So he put on the costume to get the things that he thought he needed. And we do the same thing. We put on the costumes in life so that we can get the things that we think we need the things that we think will make us happy. If I can just pretend a little, I might not. I'll fake it till I make it. That's bull. That kind of attitude of I'll fake it till I, why don't you just be who God created you to be? You don't have to fake it. 
But we're in this society, in this world, uh, that we're just consumed with it, that we think we've got to fake it to just make it to be there. So we put on the costumes to get the things we need. Uh, if I can just be like them, then maybe I can have what they have. And we get we 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 all have this gap between the person we want to be and the person who we are. So we create a fake identity to bridge the gap. We put on the mask. We put on the front. We we take the selfies, if you will, and pretend to be someone uh, that we're not. But here's the problem. You see this with Jacob. He got the blessing, but as soon as he got the blessing, when Esau found out about it, Esau was mad, and because Esau's stronger and said, I'm going to kill him, Jacob ran for his life. After that blessing came, for 21 years, he ran. You see, he got the blessing, but he couldn't enjoy it. That was the whole deal. And and can I tell you what what happens within us is that we'll fight and we'll struggle so much in our life to try and be something that we think we want. But at the end, when we have to pretend and be somebody else to get there, we never even get to enjoy it. In fact, let, let me put it this way. God can't bless who you pretend to be. You might think you're getting ahead, but you never get the blessing of God because God can't bless who you pretend to be. He only blesses the real you, who I called you, who I created you. If I wanted you to be that, I would have created you that way. So I can't bless you. I want to bless you. I want to bless you. But I can't bless you because you're living this fake. And I can't bless who you pretend to be. And and I want to scream at Jacob, just be you. And the whole time, God had it ready to bless you if you're just you. And now you see Jacob's life. I, I wanted to kind of set it up a little bit to put you in this place because what I read to you uh, to open up, Jacob is 90s. In, in fact, in fact, when, when he finally wrestles with God, he's 97 years old when this takes place. And his whole life, He has struggled. His whole life, he's compared himself to his brother and to others. His whole life, there's been this conflict and this pretending and not comfortable with who he is. And now at 97, uh, he finally faces the real conflict to just finally be real. having conned his way through life. He's at his turning point. And all night he wrestles with God. At 97 years old, he wrestles with him all night and finally to the point that God says to him, just let me go. 
And he's telling he's passionate. I mean, he can't be getting ahead in the wrestling. I don't care how strong you are at 97, you ain't beating God. But he's not letting go. He's holding on. Even, even when God, when God touches him and puts his hip out of socket, he refuses to let go. And he says, Look, I'm not letting go until you bless me. He's still after the blessing. And this is God's response. He said, What's your name? At the peak of it all, he's got the blessing of his father, and he couldn't enjoy that because he, he faked it to get it. He thought that was at what he was after. He was trying to get ahead his whole life from the very beginning. He got, he got the birthright. That didn't satisfy. This competition, this faking, this pretending to be something he's not. And now he's at 97. Conned his way through it all. He's face to face with God. And he's still after the blessing. And God says, what's your name? And for the first time in Jacob's life, he's honest. I, I'm trying to get you where your blessing comes. He didn't say, well, I'm Esau this time. He, he doesn't say he's somebody else. In fact, this time he says, I'm Jacob. I'm that lying, deceiver, hill grabber, try and get ahead, me first mentality, walk on whoever I've had to walk on in my life to get there, Jacob. You know, the first step is you've got to be honest. In fact, if you're going to get, get any blessing, let, let, me, let me just tell you a few things that I catch from this. If you're, if you're, you're going to really find yourself, the first key to finding your very self is you've got to make the decision not let go of God. No matter what takes place, no matter what happens, no matter what you go through, I'm going to hold on to God and I'm not going to let go no matter what, what happens. No matter what I face, no matter what trials, I'm going to hold on to God with everything that I have. I'm not letting go. And then the second key is you've got to admit who you really are. Can you come up? All God really wants for us is to come to Him as we are. Not who we pretend to be. Not 
someone else. And I think so many times what happens is we come and we try and be something that we're not. We try and present ourselves as somebody that we think everybody else wants. And if we're really going to get the blessing from God, it's got to be that we are who we are. Whatever that is. However good, however bad. For Jacob to get the blessing, he had to be honest and said, I'm Jacob. Man, I think at that moment what that had to do to him. He was finally admitting that he was that person that he was trying to run from the whole time. 97. 97 years of pretending. 97 years of struggling. 97 years before he finally said... messed up deceiver I'm Jacob and in that moment in that moment God said no more no more is your name Jacob from now on you are Israel I'm giving you a new identity I'm giving you a new purpose. I'm giving you a a new, you are now a new creation. It's the same thing when we come to Christ. As we are, not as somebody else, but when we come to him, as we are, he says, now you are a new creation. The old things passed away. The old you, the messed up version, it's all gone. Now behold, all things become new. You are adopted into my family. You're mine. A new name. What he was after the whole time. But here's what gets me. And I, I'm, I'm wrapping it up. In fact, y'all can stand. I'll wrap it up faster maybe. Maybe not. I might get excited and think you're preaching with me and go longer. Here's what gets me is that if you continue to read about Jacob, I think at that moment because God called him Israel. You're no longer Jacob. You're Israel. You're Israel. Go as Israel. Jacob leaves as Israel, but as you continue to read about Jacob, sometimes he's Jacob, sometimes he's Israel. Sometimes they will refer to him as Israel. Sometimes they will refer to him as Jacob. And I think it's odd that there's this back and forth, back and forth within him. But then I think, well, that's really a sign of our process. Because here's my real struggle is when I come to Christ, he gives me a new name, but I still have the same struggle. And some days I'm Israel, 
But Sundays, I'm Jacob. Sundays, I do what's right, and Sundays, I just struggle. And there's that constant battle of the two within me. Some days I'm Jacob, some days I'm Israel. And then I was amazed as later, later, and when God is speaking to Moses, a guy who has struggled his life, as God speaks to him on the backside of a mountain at 80 years old, calling him to deliver a people out of Egypt that from a burning bush God speaks to Moses and he says this look look at this in in Exodus 3 and God said to Moses I am who I am because he's he asked him, he said who am I supposed to say sin is sending me he said I am who I am in other words I know who I am that's all that matters and he said, thus you shall say to the children of Israel. Okay, now, now, now I'm expecting this now because, because God's speaking to the good side, to the children of Israel. I am has sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of and I'm expected to read Israel because that's where God called him out to be that's his good side that's the side that, that God redeemed Israel is what I'm expecting to see because God's the one who gave him that name I'm expecting to read because he doesn't say the God of Abraham Abra, he does because God renamed him to Abraham. So it says the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, but then he doesn't say Israel. And it catches me off guard because I'm expecting it to be Israel. But he said, but it's also, I'm also the God of Jacob. Oh, come on, somebody. You aren't getting this. I'm also the God of not just your good side but I'm the God of your bad I'm the God of not just what I redeemed you to be but I'm also the God of the circumstances of everything that you hated about yourself I'm the God of Jacob too I'll deliver you I'll be that God I'm not scared to be also the God of Jacob See, he takes you where you are. Messed up. Struggling within. He says, I'm not scared. I'm not just the God of Abraham. I'm not just the God of Isaac, the perfect one. Never gave any trouble. But I'm the God of Jacob. God of your bad side too and if you allow me I'll be that to you and I think
something somebody needs to hear in this place because you've been struggling so much with your past. Like Jacob, ashamed of trying to be something uh, that somebody else thinks you should be. Struggling with it. And I just want to tell you that God's ready to meet you there and say, I'll be your God too. And I'll use it for my purpose, for my glory. If you're just honest, I can bless that. I'll be the God of Jacob too. Thanks for joining us today. Please share this podcast, have a great week, and make an impact on those around you.